Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat Speak podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. Our guest this week, you know, I guess the way to everyone's heart in Texas for Valentine's Day is with brisket. And so we have the barbecue snob, the barbecue editor of Texas Monthly Magazine. Welcome, Daniel Vaughn, back to the Eat Speak podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I uh, I certainly agree with you that right there, like uh, if like sk- skip the roses, the chocolates, uh, go straight for the brisket. I, you know, it, it's kind of amazing that I remember when the Star Telegram ran best of surveys, and the most romantic restaurant in Fort Worth was always the readers would always vote steak and ale, the most romantic restaurant. So I think back to the back then, steaks were considered most romantic. But I think now it may be brisket in Texas that you know seems to be the way to everyone's heart. Is there a, a restaurant in Texas that has like white tablecloths and but but serves brisket? What's the nicest? I'm hitting you with this question, Cole. But what what's well, the nicest barbecue restaurant? I, I wouldn't say it's the nicest. I mean, it, it's it's certainly one of my favorites. Uh, it doesn't have any white tablecloths, but. Tejas uh, Chocolate and Barbecue in Tomball, Texas, does put the chocolate and barbecue together on one menu. So they make their own bean-to-bar chocolate, so you can bring home a few uh, chocolate truffles uh, along with the brisket. That's somewhere near Houston, right? That's it. Right. It's uh, uh, northwest of Houston. Uh, Houston certainly claims it because, well, it's so good that Houston wants to claim it for their own as far as the barbecue scene goes. Now, chocolate and barbecue, that sounds like a pretty good combination. I think one of our little places up here in Heiko or Grayford or Glen Rose, I think one of our little places ought to get on that gig, too. You've been writing about barbecue uh, in Texas Monthly now for nine years. Is that right? Uh, and, uh, 20, yeah, 2013 is when I started. And this yeah. year, I'm happy to say, is my 20th year in Texas. So I feel like an, it's Texas, an accom- eight, good accomplishment. Eighth year Texas Monthly. And the uh, and you were, you've been the barbecue snob on Twitter for 12 years. And so you brought all the wisdom and, and knowledge. You knew a lot about barbecue before you were in the magazine. And then the magazine got you to help with their ratings. You... Uh, you kind of helped put Dallas Fort Worth barbecue on the map, and then you uh, have kind of ridden the crest of the the, the barbecue craze. That you know, as uh, Aaron Franklin and all the great uh, Austin pitmasters uh, have have made brisket the uh, you know the great iconic uh, Texas dish. Yeah, I mean, I've been asked since I started the job, uh, "Is this the peak of Texas barbecue?" Uh, for eight years, I've been asked that. Uh, when is the uh, bubble going to burst? And uh, I mean, we're almost a year into this pandemic now, and I'm still amazed to see all the barbecue joints that continue to open, all the pop-ups that are, well, popping up across the state. I mean, there is uh, no doubt that there is certainly still strength in the expansion of barbecue across Texas. You know, the uh, barbecue places tell me that I think barbecue and pizza are the two restaurants that are doing well in this. Uh, uh, and and tacos as well. And tacos. That's right. They're doing 85, 90 percent of last year's business. You know, some are doing more than they did last year. So, boy, the little barbecue places in Fort Worth that have drive through windows that are in old Dairy Queens, that all the little <laughs> places like Off the Bone, which you put on the map very early on in Forest Hill, the, those little places, I see two block long lines to go to the railhead to go to the drive through window. So yeah, I, I just stopped it off the bone uh, this week, actually, uh, or no last week uh, to try out their new smoked sausage. They started making their own sausage now and, and smoking their own recipe. So yeah. I had to stop by and all, try it. All the places with drive through windows are really 
kind of kind of killing it. They're they're doing a fantastic job. Railheads had a lot of great business too. The um, yeah, I want to ask you. Go ahead. That's gonna say we've had like an explosion about twenty or so, uh, like uh, I guess craft barbecue places that have opened up here in Fort Worth recently. Well, we have all the new little places, and Daniel, you've been to most of those. I mean, Goldie's, Smiley's, Panther City, Derek Allen's, Hurtado. Uh, I mean, there are people who love barbecue that have bricks, Smokeaholics. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could just Zavala's and Grand Prairie if you want to take in the mid cities as well. I mean, it is uh, it's pretty astounding at not the um, not just the amount of it, but the quality of the barbecue that's uh, coming out of Fort Worth and in the mid cities right now. Dallas, uh, I, I think for a while Dallas was ahead as far as like the the new craft barbecue movement, uh, but you know the, there just hasn't been nearly the amount opening up here uh, recently. Dallas wasn't ahead. Dallas wasn't ahead. Yeah, yeah, they were by quite a a margin, but uh, Fort Worth has certainly overtaken them at this point. Yeah, if you wait, if you waited in line, you know, in Deep Ellum, Dallas was ahead. But uh, but if you didn't wait in line, there were a lot of other choices. The uh, you know, you mentioned Smokeaholics. We've had Derek on, and the uh, you know, that's that's what's been really striking is all the barbecue places that are kind of you know between Fort Worth and Arlington and the you know, small operators and that, you know, somebody like Derek took, uh, you know, in, and added better meats and, and craft styles to and brought it to, to Evans Avenue and brought it to the neighborhood where he could, you know, give something back. Uh, yeah, it, that's what you know, Fort Worth has kind of put our own, you know, it, it's it's not like Austin barbecue. It's barbecue for the common man. But right. It's really good yeah. I mean, what, what Panther City is doing, it's it's their own voice of barbecue, the same thing that Derek's doing at Smokeaholics. So, yeah, it's it's fun to see not just a bunch of Austin copycats coming in. Well, as long as we're talking about all the different places, we need to kind of talk about Heim because Heim has, you know, got the craft barbecue craze kicked off here with a trailer and and then the expansions. And and, uh, you know, I think Heim's been one of the big winners the last couple of times I've been to Heim have been the best Heim dinners I've ever had. And the, um, you know, I think that although they've expanded that, uh, you know, that they, they're, you know, trying to hold it together and, and keep the quality up. And then the fact that, uh, that you can go and get for, I think $74, you can get a family pack and get two pounds of two meats and two big quarts of sides and eat off that, you know, feed six or eight people. And, you know, I, I think Heim's really come into its own. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, they, I think, are going to be one of the models to follow for anybody who's looking to expand. I mean, they are, uh, they've got two spots in Fort Worth. They just recently opened a location in Dallas. I know they're working on one in downtown Burleson. Uh, So the fact that they can, um, I mean, it's hard enough to open a second barbecue joint and still put out good barbecue at the second one or not leave the first one uh, back in the dust is is all your A-team heads over to the new one. So, yeah, what they've done as far as maintaining quality, I think, is something really special. What uh, what's the new Mockingbird location in Dallas? Have you have you gone and tried that? Yeah, I have gone. Uh, I, I couldn't help but get the bacon burn ends, uh, yeah. and I tried a, a burger there that I hadn't tried before, which is their blue cheeseburger. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it, it's hard to beat their burgers as well as their barbecue. That might be the place. If if I wanted to have a nice barbecue dinner, I'd probably go to the patio in the River District time and spread out about five or six different choices and you know, try to have in the setting sun and try to have a, that might be the place for a, for a a brisket Valentine's. There you go. I want to ask you about, uh, 
Are there any local barbecue? I guess uh, barbecue on the Brazos is back open again in Crescent after mm-hmm. moving to Fort Worth and back. Uh, are the, and then we've got the new buzz in Fort Worth of, uh, I guess, Lou Lambert will uh, be reopening Roy Pope barbecue with some of that brisket that he had, that he was selling down in Clear Fork. And I, I, you heard Lady in the Pit is reopening. They've got a location on East Lancaster near Texas Wesleyan University. They'll be opening back up. So we've got, yeah, some, and then, we've got more uh, to look forward to. Well, and I... Uh, as far as the barbecue, the new barbecue boom, uh, let's not leave out big boys uh, over on the east side. They opened up right off of 820. And uh, I mean, uh, talk about some bravery opening up a restaurant in June of last year uh, and doing it uh, with a signature item of smoked chicken salad. But that smoked chicken salad is pretty amazing. Well, that that's a great location. It's another drive through where you don't even mm-hmm. have to get out of your car and you can... Uh, and, and, you know, smoked chicken salad's kind of a Fort Worth phenomenon. Carpenters, you know, you know really established that the you know, Katrina, we're going to have her on the Speak podcast, too. And they've done such a great job. And then Big Boys has done a fantastic job. Smoked chicken in general has had a big year. You know, Robinson's has been selling out of his Kansas City style smoked chickens. And uh, but that smoked chicken salad at Big Boys, that's for everyone who's asking, that's on Lancaster. It's on Brentwood Stair. I'm sorry. It's on Brentwood Stair just off of Lupe 20 in Bridgewood. Uh, big boys smoked chicken salad is that and that's a sandwich or a uh, or a plate right he said he'll give it to you any way you want it you want a sandwich <laughs> you want it by the pint you want it as part of your combo plate with some ribs or brisket he'll do that too quart bucket however you want it that <laughs> that'll be good the yes. yeah the small the small entrepreneurs have really made it here well you know i mentioned robinson's and his kansas city style stuff um the chiefs are in the super bowl and every time the chiefs are in the the big game, people start arguing about Texas barbecue and Kansas City barbecue. Daniel, I want to warn you, our bosses here are from like Missouri and Kansas. And, and uh, you know, probably someone who edits this probably is, you know, somewhere in Kansas, too. Is there anything to say about Kansas City barbecue? Well, let's let's say that they are fueled by somebody who grew up on Texas barbecue, so. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he, he didn't grow up on any Kansas City barbecue. So let's uh, let's give that a notch for Texas. Does Patrick like Stanley's better? I haven't I haven't really seen what Patrick's barbecue preference is. Um, he hasn't really said a favorite in Texas. Uh, yeah, he's 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 I guess played that one close to the vest. <laughs> about that. He's probably being very delicate about which barbecue he prefers. Well, you know, Robinson's is the one I talk about here when somebody asks about Kansas City, because the uh, you know the the founder of Robinson's uh, used to work up there at uh, you know one of the iconic barbecue restaurants, and so you know they have this completely different sauce, completely different style. But would you tell people a little bit about what Kansas City barbecue is and why it's different? Yeah, well, uh, as you said, sauce like that is one of the big differences. I, there's a lot in common between Texas barbecue and Kansas City barbecue when it comes to the menu. Uh, so you'll find brisket and ribs. Uh, you'll also find, uh, uh, you know, you'll find sausage too, which is one of those places that you just don't find it that off. Uh, find in a lot of barbecue styles outside of Texas. Uh, you'll find all those things, but one of the things you'll find uh, that really defines Kansas City barbecue is the burnt end. And the burnt ends are uh, usually the fatty part of the brisket. Um, it started out as traditionally being the very ends of the brisket with, you know, those burnt 
edges, those really smoky edges. And now they become so popular, it essentially means uh, chunks of the fatty end of the brisket. So if you're in Kansas City ordering brisket, sliced brisket, anyway, uh, you're generally going to be disappointed because if you yeah. want some fatty brisket, it's going to be in the burnt ends. If you order sliced brisket, you're just going to get the lean stuff unless you go to a place like heart barbecue uh which is uh it's a funny story about the way they started but they're doing texas style barbecue in kansas city and for my money it's certainly the best brisket you can get there if you're looking for texas style barbecue in kansas city yeah and, and i like i like robinson's here but i wouldn't recommend robinson's for brisket i'd recommend it for for uh, you know particularly for his spicy ribs or for the uh, the tips or for the the, the whole uh, hickory smoked chicken that's that's got his you know Kansas City rub and Kansas City sauce that it, it, it really you know does a better job with chicken. He uh, he worked at Gates, so he worked at Gates okay. in Kansas City. And came well, and over here there. in Dallas, we've got 18th and Vine as well, and, and they're a Kansas City style. We were talking about fancy barbecue joints earlier. This is one of those. I don't think they have any tablecloths on the table, but uh, they have a full weight staff and a, and a full bar. But they also have uh, really great burnt ends that they serve. Daniel, what's going to happen next in barbecue? Where does Texas go from here? I mean, people are, have gone from, oh, I've got craft brisket to no, now I've got, you know, prime brisket or, or akaushi or, you know, you know, the different kinds of beef. What, you know, what's the next shtick that people can, can do to try to get attention? Well, I think uh, one of the things we talked about earlier is uh, is a good way, which is really for a lot of these cities to start to get their own voice uh, for the barbecue they're doing. I, I, I talked um, in the past several years about a new style that we have in Texas called big city barbecue. And that's because so many of these places in the large cities were doing very similar style barbecue, um, you know, putting everything out on the tray, really focusing in on using uh, high quality brisket. Um, essentially doing the Franklin method for their brisket, um, maybe a little bit of a sweet glaze on their ribs. But, you know, with places uh, like Hurtado and Arlington and Panther City and, and Smokeaholics, like we've talked about, it's it's given Fort Worth a bit of a voice of their own for the style of barbecue they have. And, and I think that's what we're going to find in uh, uh, going forward in a lot of different big cities across Texas. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that certainly isn't slowing down is, is uh, putting good barbecue into tortillas, barbecue tacos. Um, I, I laughed. There was a, a press release put out for a new barbecue joint uh, in the suburbs of Dallas. And uh, in it, they said, we're doing something completely unique. We're putting barbecue and tacos on the same menu. Nobody's ever done it before. I just like howled with laughter. Uh, <laughs> Brisket taco. I remember but the late Dan Jenkins, who was my you know idol as a food writer for the, the, the things he wrote. I remember him snorting once about, brisket tacos whoever put brisket on a taco you know and the uh, but you know by then brisket tacos were already you know pretty popular and pretty iconic you could find brisket tacos just about any any barbecue place that tried to tried to capitalize on taco tuesday started running tuesday specials and, and so from there it just it just caught on that's something you're not going to find in kansas city <laughs> there are no brisket there are no there are no taco tuesday brisket tacos Brisket tacos, you know, some of the places like Sammy's, some of the old places will tell you that, that, that you know, they kind of just been doing the same old, same old for years and years. And when they mm -hmm. started doing brisket tacos, they brought in a whole new crowd. And they, you know, from there, they've started getting a better tortilla. They go to the, 
the panaderia down the street and get to get uh, house made tortillas and and uh, it just gets more and more popular the whole i mean for i mean i know this is statewide but here with hurtado panther city and a lot of the other influence on other places the combination of the, the flavors of mexico and the flavors of texas barbecue and brisket and that combination you know has really caught on uh, both in the the uh, the meats and the sauces and the things you see. Well, yeah, and you know, the, I think so many barbecue sauces are really designed to go well with ribs and go with pork and even chicken, uh, but not many barbecue sauces are designed to go with beef with brisket because so often we eat our brisket without sauce on it here. But uh, uh, the salsas, I think, by and large, go to go with brisket better than most barbecue sauces I've had. If you've been to Zavala's and had that green sauce and uh, dipped some brisket into it, I mean, it's a really great combination, getting the onion flavors and the peppers and, uh, you know, just not having a sweet sauce drowned in your brisket. Yeah, I think Lambert's going to have some of the two at, at, uh, at Roy Pope. Steve is the real pit master on this call, uh, you know, between the two of us. Uh, you know, Steve, go ahead. Do you have some... Uh, some uh, you know barbecue topics on your mind. Well, I was curious. Uh, you know, we've talked about Kansas City and the Super Bowl and, and barbecue. Does Florida have any barbecue? Uh, Florida does have barbecue uh, along the coast. You'll find a lot of smoked fish places uh, uh, in in the Tampa area. Doctor Barbecue's restaurant is in the Tampa area. Now I haven't been there. Uh, I haven't been able to try it, but. Uh, I mean, with a name like Dr. Barbecue, at least something's got to be good, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, have you ever been to like the Royal or whatever, the, the big barbecue yes. at Kansas? Yeah. 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 I've been to the uh, American Royal. Actually, the uh, one of my first um, big road trips outside of Texas was to go to the uh, American Royal, uh, become a certified barbecue judge and a judge at the American Royal. Mm -hmm. Now, at the time, I was a bit of a novice in barbecue, and I really thought that going to eat at the American Royal and sitting down at a table at a big competition like that meant that I was going to be eating some of the best barbecue I've ever eaten in my life. And uh, a few hours later and um, a much uh, fuller stomach later, I, I left realizing that, um, yeah, competition barbecue, uh, just because you win a lot of trophies doesn't mean that the barbecue itself is better than what you can get in a restaurant. Well, it's a little different than what the what uh, you get at restaurants too. I'm at the the competition yes. itself. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually a certified Kansas City barbecue judge, also with the idea that I was going to be able to eat a lot of barbecue whenever whenever the barbecue competitions came through. <laughs> it was like a little, uh, you know, and it uh, it turns out just eat little pieces of you know and you know and clean your palate with crackers and trying the next one and stuff. But uh, but. Uh, but does it does you do get the a lot of barbecue at, at the competitions? Yeah, I uh, I judged the Jack once as well in Tennessee, and I just remember at the end of it, you're not supposed to talk amongst the table as judges, yeah. right? But you can talk at the end of after you've already judged, and we got everybody got done with the ribs, and there was an older gentleman sitting to my right who had obviously judged a lot of competitions, and uh, we got done, and we turned in our scorecards, and he's like. Tastes like a lot of people went to the same rib school because <laughs> pretty much every rib had the exact same flavor. Uh -huh. Daniel, what's your favorite out of brisket ribs and sausage or is there something else? I just assumed it'd be part of the Trinity. Whew, man. Well, pork steaks, uh, if you're going outside the Trinity, I mean, I love a good yeah. pork steak and I'm on a, uh, you know, I, a bit of a mission, I guess, to try and, uh, I don't know if we need to eliminate pulled pork in Texas, but 
if you eat pulled pork from a pork shoulder versus a good pork steak from that same yeah. pork shoulder, the pork shoulder for me is going to win every time. To me, it just tastes more Texan. Uh, I think it's um, I think it's easier to serve as well. It doesn't dry out once you start uh, pulling on it like a whole pork shoulder. So I really love pork steak, uh, a big thick one. I love to cook them in the backyard as well. Uh, but as far as the Trinity goes, I mean, there's so much variation in ribs. Um, one of the things that we uh, – I don't know if it's a downside about the the movement of really incredible brisket, but um, there's just not much variation in it. Once you hit the top, like once you hit the great stuff, once you hit that top 10% of brisket around the state, all of it ends up pretty much tasting the same, which is great, but it's it's all pretty, pretty much the same. Um, and in sausage, it's just the opposite. You can get so much variation in flavor. Uh, you know, just um, you know, going to Hurtado and trying the sausage that they've got there. Zavala's with their pizza pepper sausage. Uh, um, Goldie's little places, little places like Longoria's that make their own sausage. You know, anybody that makes right. a house made sausage, it's going to be better than a commercial sausage. And so, seeing a place like Off the Bone, who's been you know cooking somebody else's sausage for decades, is now making their own. It's um, well, it's a lot better. <laughs> it's just more fun to go eat there. One more great thing on the menu. Daniel, is there, uh, I, we named off a lot of new places. I know Goldie's south of Kennedale has, uh, they have some uh, some Austin folks. I know Smiley's uh, has uh, the barbecue people. I mean, there uh, have we left out any other, uh, any other newbies that we need to talk about? Uh, man, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, we've talked plenty about Smokeaholics, but it is like yeah. they're, a, they're a different restaurant on Tuesdays when they do their stuffed turkey legs. It's yeah. the only day that they do the turkey legs, and it's the uh, the only thing that they have that that day. So that's certainly like its own restaurant. Um, we talked about Big Boys. Uh, I, 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 don't my, Jubes, I don't have my map Jubes in front of me. So. Jubes is the other restaurant that does smoke oh, turkey, yes. uh, stuffed turkey legs. Jubes. And I believe that... Uh, that the uh, oh the soul food restaurant in Bedford um, that uh, I believe the soul food restaurant on Brown Trail in Bedford is doing smoked turkey legs too. Uh, Rosacco's, Rosacco Bailey's, Rosacco's and Jubes are both kind of making their name for sm stuffed turkey legs. So. Yeah, I did stop in at Rosacco's to get one on their turkey leg day, but I guess their shipment hadn't come in. Um, but yeah, down at Jubes, he'll also if you call ahead a day before, he'll stuff a whole chicken with that dirty rice and smoke it. Yeah. Yeah, Jubes is uh, it's on Edwood Terrace. It's in Stop Six. It's a, it's become a, a place to stop for people on their way from Fort Worth going home to Arlington or back. It's it's uh, become real popular. Well, uh, thanks for running down a lot of this barbecue. You know, uh, I guess if anybody seriously thought they were going to get Valentine's advice, you need to look online at startelegram.com slash eatsbeat. You'll find the serious Valentine wrap-ups. Uh, Bird Cafe is coming back. Uh, for a weekend and serving Bird Cafe Valentine's dinner out of the flying saucer. You'll find that on startelegram.com. And you'll find that in the stockyards, uh, besides all the nicer restaurants like Provender Hall, that Risky Steakhouse has a Valentine's special, two steaks and calf fries for your Valentine. So <laughs> you'll, you can read all about that on startelegram.com slash eatspeak. And Daniel, what should people read now in Texas Monthly? And and uh, what's your next publication you'd like people to see? Well, I mean, I do have a, a, a story out now about the smoked chicken, specifically in Fort Worth, funny enough, um, uh, leading off with the good news that Lady in the Pit's going to be back. Um, 
And I, we have got an article in this issue, this current issue, about the barbecue and chocolate at Tejas uh, down in Tomball. And a lot about the similarities in the way that bean-to-bar chocolate is made versus a, a good smoked brisket. A lot of the same principles are in play when, um, when roasting cocoa beans versus uh, uh, smoking a brisket. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always working on, on uh, different stories. I've got, uh, let's see, Oaked here in Dallas. I'll be uh, doing a review on them soon, a, a new place that has opened up. And um, headed down to Waco tomorrow um, to do some filming with Guest Family Barbecue. And I'll be eating at a few places around Waco. Well, uh, read all about it and uh, Barbecue Monthly Magazine. I mean, Texas Monthly Magazine no, and TexasMonthly.com. So follow Daniel Vaughn and Texas Monthly or a Barbecue Snob on Twitter. I'm Eats Beat on Twitter and Steve is TX Weekend Chef. And uh, you know, until next time, be, be back with us on the Star Teller Eats Beat. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. 